Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years. Here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To five three three four two New York, call the twenty four seven Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. another fun-filled edition of Black Opinions Matter. My name is Amin Hassan. I've changed the setup of where I'm sitting. Most of you guys won't know that because you just listened to the audio, but if you're watching any of the video, if this ever makes it to video, you'll see that I'm rather relaxed. I'm sitting back in my, my little love seat in my room here, and uh, I'm loving it, man. I don't I don't care about I thought I, I, You know what I said to myself? I said, why do we all sit like we're doing like a CNN interview? The hell with that. I'm being comfortable from now on. Anyways... Uh, I'm joined as always by Black Trey, Big Jerv, and on the full show today is the lovely Bethany B. What's up, Bethany? Hi, what's up? You doing full show today? You ready? Oh, I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. All right. We're going to have some really cool news about you. I don't know if we can say it out loud on this episode, but I'm just going to say be on the lookout. If, be on the lookout. Wow, look at me. Uh, if you like have enjoyed <laughs> Bethany's, if you enjoyed Bethany's contributions thus far, just all I'm going to say is be prepared for a little bit more. A little bit more coming to you, at, starting with today. Like I said, she's on for the full episode. So we got a lot to get to. We're obviously going to talk about Lou Williams. 
rendezvous at Magic City in Atlanta and just how good the chicken wings are. We got your calls. Thank you to everybody who left voicemails telling us about the best strip club food they've had. We're going to talk about P-Valley. We're going to review Jeezy's, uh, the 15-year anniversary of Jeezy album coming out. But first, this was something I, I saw on Twitter, but it's been on... He's he's this guy has been on TikTok for a while, I guess, and he does these little videos at brother Lee L E E underscore Love on TikTok, and he does all these videos talking about the things that y'all used to do that y'all thought were cool. And Rob, if you could plug in just a couple of those, like the sock one or whatever. Hey, forget that bro on your scully. Boy, that was, that was a scully, boy. But basically, he's attacking what I would call fashion statements from the year 2003. Most of it is like fashion faux pas from 2003 that you thought were cool at the time, but obviously now look ridiculous. Among them, as I said, wearing long socks but folding them over underneath in your shoe to make them look like ankle socks, uh, shiny jeans, uh, having your uh, double lineup in your hair so you got a lineup and then you got a second lineup on the inside. You get the gist. So I put it in the chat and I asked which one of y'all was violating on this level. And I accused Jer of rocking shiny jeans. He he denies it. I don't believe it because everyone from Philly that I knew, like in the mid 2000s, early 2000s, they all had shiny jeans on. But Jervis is pleading no contest on that. So I'm gonna go to Trey because Trey, thank you for being brave enough to admit <laughs> you was doing some of these fashion faux pas. Trey, what was you doing back then that was just ridiculous? Man, 99-2000 was just a nasty time for me, man. I was trying to find myself, bro. And I mean, <laughs> you know, that's that's what makes good content, being vulnerable. So I'm going to just put myself out there as a, a five, six freshman with a lot of acne on my face, trying to attract women and climb out of the friend zone, which I was buried very deep until I got my growth spurts in for a summer. Um, but I dyed my hair brown with peroxide. Um, I wore magnet earrings because I couldn't get my uh, <laughs> earrings pierced. No. Um, what else did I do? Oh, I wore hazel contacts. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. I had yeah, twisties. We call, them we call them twisties, but I think it's something else where you use the rat tail and you twist the hair. You know where you know where it looks like braids, but it's not, and they, they use the uh, pro style gel. The little short jump, the little short things. Nah, it's, looking it's like, all like together. I remember that. 
You remember, remember like, like Eddie a, Murphy, Eddie Murphy in Metro. Do you remember Eddie Murphy in Metro? He had the hair like that. Where no, but okay. it was but it was all in the design. So I used to tell the like the chick that did my hair to do it like 2K. So I would bring in an AI picture and she would do the designs and shit. And and uh, I actually hooped in it and the pro style would be coming down my forehead, bro. And it was like <laughs> making my acne just mad worse. Oh my God. So it was just terrible. <laughs> Trey, did you ever have uh, big patches on your jeans? NBA patches? Yeah, I did. Like, did you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throwbacks. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Right. No, 2002. UNK, no. They're called UNK jeans. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, nah, I wasn't dirty, by the way. I was, I was very fly by, by 2003. I'm, I probably would have slayed your queen. I'm actually guilty. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm I was guilty. actually a fly I, I have, guy. I, I've... I've you know, have my fair share of some fashion faux pas in the early tell 2000s. Tell us about Tomboy B, because when I met you, I could tell. Oh. I could t- tell him. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kevin. So I was, I was such, <laughs> I was such a tomboy. I wanted to dress like AI. He was like an icon fashion wise for me. So I used to flip through the East Bay, go to the Reebok section. I wanted like the velour Reebok suits. I wanted. Well, this is what I wanted, but as far as how I dressed, I used to wear jerseys backwards. Oh no, um, not the the Saint Cross? Lunatic, the Saint Lunatic. Hold on, BB, B, oh, before I, you start I, up look, again, I just show my age. I said Chris Cross. Y'all think about Megan Good on Friday when Chris Tucker mushed her with the hat to the side. That was B. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I had I had a fitted collection. All the Pinwheel New Era hats had all that. Anything that. If I saw AI in it, I wanted it. I don't I don't care. Like I used to wear jerseys. I used to play guys like for their jerseys. Did you want the brat too? Wait, wasn't that No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said the brat? The brat. <laughs> you didn't catch it, bro. You you don't you'll get it, bro. You you're not here with the show yet. <sighs> Come on. No, I was like, you know, I saw a picture of the brat and AI and I was just thinking like, yo, they probably wore the same size. Cause she was in her baggy, her bag. <laughs> he was too. Like he, of course, we all know AI used to show up the extra baggy, you know, shit that Yao Ming could fit back in the day. Ugh, disgusting. Here's the thing though. Like the baggy thing, I feel like that was universal. Like that's just the jeans. You went and bought jeans. The jeans was baggy. Like you couldn't even find the regular jeans unless you went to like Levi's outlet shopping with the Cowboys <laughs> be shopping. So like, but if I went in and I bought like again, like if I was buying some Sean John jeans, them jeans wasn't gonna be tapered, right? No. Like, I mean that no. that's just how it is. So like that one, I'm I'm giving a pass. I'm not unless obviously you're a woman and you're doing that. Then then nah. it definitely. Did you have money like that? Did you have of, money like that to tailor of, uh, your pants? What's the name? Kyla Pratt. Kyla Pratt in every like TV show. Yeah. No, I yeah. said, did you have money like that to tailor your pants like that? To go see the tailor? Who are you talking to? See, that's why I, that's you. What do you mean tailor my pants? Bro, like, we, have the pants like how how you wanted them to be. Nah, bro. My, he means real pants, not like jeans oh, and shit. Oh, yo, I didn't wear No, I'm talking about jeans. Dog, you, you got your jeans. No, I didn't tailor? do it, but I'm saying like he talked oh, about on. how nasty the shit oh, is. Well. You could do that. If you really if you really was about it, I wasn't really about it. I was listen, I'm Listen, you know, I'm a little dude and I've been a little all my life. So 
being 6'1", 155, and wearing size 40 jeans, I looked nuts. Size 56 size jerseys. I was from the yes. sc- I was from the school of fab, dog. 3X tall tees. My, my, my fittest was size 8, so they go over like damn near to my nose. I was just out here just look like I robbed somebody or was wearing or wearing my uncle clothes. Oh, I have one that I um really embarrassed because I actually just came across this picture. I used to wear do-rags over my straight oh, hair. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Would you rock a fitted on top, you tying of the, on top of the do-rags? Sometimes. Would you tie it or was it just sitting on top? You know, sometimes I like the cake fly. Sometimes I, you know, wrap it up in the back, <laughs> tuck it in a little bit, you know. I, you know, I gave you... Let you know it was it was Looks. layers of of the do rag fashion. Yeah, <laughs> I used to rock headbands. Oh, headband! Mm. That's what Trey the other day was like. Yeah, some people wear universal. Trey said some people wearing headbands with clothes. Okay. I'm like, I wore headbands everywhere. You had a different color Jordan headband for everything. Yeah. Blue, yeah. white, gray. Uh, I used to rock a uh, colored <laughs> colored jean shorts. Oh, to match my jersey. Yeah, I'm Hold on. that, bro. Like you, you yellow jean shorts okay. with, the, yeah. with a Laker jersey. I just no, I just thought about it. Yo, there was this one time at school. Um, we had a dress down day. I went to private school. We had a dress down day, and I had a um, I had a Barkley jersey, Phoenix Suns, and I had just got a Barkley's my favorite player. I couldn't wait to rock that shit to school. Like I laid it out the night before, so I had a I had the white joint, and I had per, I had the Barkleys. The one, matter of fact, the ones I posted yeah, the other day, yeah. and um. And uh, I had some purple uh, jean, jean shorts. Damn. I jean can... shorts to go with my... Uh, yo, you can't tell me I wasn't killing that shit. Yo, man. My purples are all off, too. They didn't even fucking match. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just going... I'm just going... I mean, if I'm going to put it out there, I might as well put it all the way out there. Oh, yeah, I don't want to see an old retro jerk pick. But I also fuck with those Barclays. That's very, oh, very, very, no. very, very culture. No, the the jersey is dope and the sneakers are dope. I think the the question is, where you find purple G shorts? Yeah, that nigga's li- that um, nigga's living nasty out here. <laughs> nah, bro. I mean, you was you was at City Trends. I don't even know what city, if it's if it's like City Blue. It sounds like City Blue. We we got a store called City Blue in Philly. It's probably the same shit. We uh, all the boutique stuff like in Philly colors was everything. <laughs> like I mean, you know, like we used to always rock the the pastel whatever colored khaki shorts or khakis or you know not jeans we used to always write i mean i never got into like the, all the jabos and all that type oh, stuff come on now did you have jabos trey with the straps uh, on eighth, eighth grade, eighth yeah, grade. it did. was just now closing out on eighth grade eighth so when, grade? I, when i got to um Damn. i got to high school obviously when i got to high school platinum fubu was just now coming out oh yeah <laughs> you gotta think about it, like platinum fubu bro <laughs> I tapped in. Listen, hip hop ran. Hip hop ran my life, bro. Trey. Like Inichi, Yo, Trey, I was tapped into all that shit. Trey you, was a it was I, I on could. the cutting edge of all of this shit, man. Yeah, it was it was I, real nasty out here, bro. I, I don't think I ever had a pair of Inichi. Yo, I had hand me down khaki jerbos. You know, my my cousin my cousin Mo DJ Momo, who's the older brother of Ebe, who's the president of Dreamville. He had them, and then he he used to, cause he was like Trey, but he had money, right? Cause he he had a job and stuff. So his whole thing was like, every once in a while he just have a purge and be like, "Yo, if you're my size, come through, come through to the crib and get what you want." 
And I went there and I grabbed those jabos and I I never I came through. I had the one leg rolled up and strapped with the Velcro strap. I had the fresh Air Force ones. I you couldn't tell me nothing. I was on top of the world with my hand-me-down jabos. Uh <laughs> The other thing that he said in the thing, in this thread, brotherly love, the Jordan Air Force One fusion. Never did it. In my in my defense. What, what is that? It was a short-lived series of, they would take iconic J's, the design, and like oh. paint the design on a, we're not paint. It would like it would kind of be a fusion, literally between an Air Force One and an iconic J. In my defense, I thought I was getting a pair of tens. I wanted the tens. It was the black and the white ones with the black and silver bottom, and I thought that's what I was getting. And when I got it, I'm like, these ain't tens. These are like because I saw the strap. I'm like, are these Air Force One tens? And but they were like billed as. AJ-10 Fusion. And I just thought that was the name of the colorway. I didn't realize <laughs> it was some weird-ass Island of Dr. Moreau Fusion hybrid shoe. So I, I had those, and then I was like, immediately I know, yo, you can't rock these socially. These have to be go-to-grocery store shoes. <laughs> these have to be like... I got some yard work shoes. These cannot be anything other than I'm not trying to impress anybody. That was pretty shameful. But I think the most shameful thing. I would have took that to the grave. I'm not even going to lie. Yo, bro. Look, it was an accident. (laughs) It was truly an accident. I did not know what I was getting. I thought I was getting tens and I ended up getting something else. But the thing that, like, I know I got too many pictures of is what Trey said earlier, the overly sized like the long white tees the jersey the size 56 jerseys it's funny because i was going through my closet and i found all my authentic nba jerseys and i'm like i'm glad i I kept these but the only one that i can wear now is this clippers jersey because it's a size 48 and that actually is like fits me but like you gotta understand i was once like a good 15 to 20 pounds lighter than I am now. And then throw on top of that, wearing a size 52 or a 56 jersey. I got a Patrick Ewan 52, authentic. But it's like, I'm swimming. It looks like when your kids play dress up. That's exactly what it looks like. So when your kid plays dress up and puts on your clothes, just embarrassing stuff. But I thought that, oh, Trey, you got you to gotta tell the story. The story of, of course, course man is vulnerability is vulnerability uh hour. Um it's this ninth grade. We used to catch uh the bus on Palmer and Rosecrans in Compton, which they actually in front of the fire station, which BET actually gave this fire station a reality TV show, which is kind of hilarious. But that's where the, the uh Dominguez bus stop used to be. And I live like maybe like three blocks from it. So I walk to the bus stop first thing in the morning. And I went to private school from K to eight. So like I was never exposed to public school. So I'm thinking I wore a uniform. I finally get to just dress how I want to dress. My fit was cool. But my backpack, oh God. The backpack had the handle, the, the hook on the back. <laughs> and the shit was hella long. So the shit went past there in my ass. Now, 
Think about it. I'm five six, ninety eight pounds, if that maybe. I'm little. I'm a little nigga at that time, right? But I'm wearing a backpack. I got my. This is CD Walkman time. So you know, uh, sports protection. Skip. I got the extra batteries in my pocket. I'm telling you, cool nigga. Yes. But I'm holding it, walking around, listening to Nelly Country Grammar, beaming. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? I go to the back of the bus, shouts to Rosa Parks, and, you know, I don't know what's going on. So as I'm walking by, people are letting me walk by, like not getting off the bus, and I don't understand this shit. So while I'm walking by, my headphones are on, they're blasting, people are putting trash and shit, like lollipop sticks, motherfucking <laughs> balled up paper Yo. bags, bro, just, <laughs> just, just sitting on the back of the backpack. But the backpack's so OD that... I had and I had it like the thing, the bottom part pulled, so it's like tight on my back. I'm walking, bro, just like getting off. I get off the step and I take that final big step off the bus and all the fucking trash topples off, bro. I look, bro, I really, you know the emoji where you got the teary eyes? <laughs> <laughs> bro, I ain't trying to be insensitive, but if I was white, I would have shot that school up, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that bullying, oh, that shit. bullying was OD, bro. Like, I looked at the homie, right? Shout out to Chico, because he's going to be listening to this, and he'll confirm later. But Chico's like, bro, I, I couldn't tell you, man. I tried to tap you on your shoulder. <laughs> but I was just so caught up into, you know, EI, bro. EI was really a heater at that time. And I had it on repeat. <laughs> Hey, Yo, you remember, so, you remember, remember that technology that allowed you to repeat the same track over and over again on a CD? Oh, yes. <laughs> so what I did, I played it cool. I just like, instead of like running off like the movies, you know, how, like they crazy embarrassed. I just walked off. I just walked towards because like when you go in Dominguez Gate to the left is like a like an outdoor um, like lunch area. I went over there, bro, and kind of went by the soda machine and just... <sighs> I was ready to cry though, my nigga. That was like one of the roughest days because I I thought my whole shit. I never been like humiliated like that before. After that, I threw the backpack in the trash. I don't even think I took the backpack home. Oh damn, man! It it was over. It was over, dog. I couldn't handle that embarrassment. But also, like, I didn't realize how big high school was. Like, Dominguez had like five thousand students, bro. Like, maybe even more. But the fact that I'm thinking the whole school is gonna know about this shit for the rest of the day. So I was like over it, bro. I didn't fuck oh, with nobody. Man. I ate lunch by myself. I was off it that entire day until I had to regroup. Yo, you know kids are so mean, man. They was fucking mean, man. Like <sighs> That reminds me of a time. Um, so me and my dad, we always had this tradition of going to All-Star Weekend. So he took me to D.C. from North Carolina. We go up to D.C. for All-Star 2001. Uh, so I was there, I was racking up on all of the, the goodies. I wanted to wear everything when I got back home. So <laughs> the, <laughs> the very first day and it's February. Okay. I come in on the school bus. Like I had my whole outfit planned, but I had this like all-star visor on. When I tell you them niggas like busted out laughing at me as oh, soon no. as I stepped on the bus and I'm like, <laughs> they're like, look at this. Why is she wearing a visor? It's like, February. I'm like, <laughs> damn, I felt so stupid, but I'm like, I never wore it again, but I had it like up on my wall with my posters, like on the shelf so I could see it and remember like All-Star 2001 was like the shit, but yeah. I would never wear that visor again in public ever. Jer, have you ever worn anything that you wore once and then decided you can't wear in public ever again? 
<laughs> like um, in the same way yes. with Trey's backpack and B's yes. visor. What, what uh, you the reason I do not, the reason I did not wear shiny jeans, um, because I came home from school. I think it was like freshman year of college, and I came home, you know, ready to cop everything up, and I had some black guest jeans that were beyond shiny. Like they were the epitome of the shiny suit. It. They were the epitome of the shiny suit. And uh, this is right around the time that um, We Are The Streets is out. Yes. <laughs> um, and, you know, the locks have just basically banned shiny suits for everybody, right? Like everybody, everything's just boots and jeans. So I was walking about five city blocks to 7-Eleven with my man. Uh, we were about to go out. I had the fresh lay on. I had like the, the pink polo shirt on, some fresh Tims. And then I had the extremely shiny jeans on. It must, everybody and their mom must have been out outside that day. It must have been a nice day because when I tell you I got grinded up from the second I turned <laughs> oh, the corner no. to the second I got to the store and from the second I left the store to the second I turned the corner, <laughs> I, I couldn't do anything but laugh, right? Because the whole entire time it was no more shiny suits. <sighs> everybody just boots and jeans. <laughs> and everybody just kept saying it the entire time yeah. I walked up and down the block. I don't think I think I probably gave those things away to goodwill. I, th- I went in the house right then and there, changed. I wasn't going out like that. Yo, I love the- how I love how the joke circle just builds character. Because when you get lit it up, does. it just doesn't. And that's the thing. I think it's just a different time now. Um, and and that's like no shade to the internet because it's complete strangers. But it made me. It made my skin so thick to a point that whatever I could have the worst day. And no matter what a stranger says to me, it will never hit me like how the joke circle bro, hit me, bro. I'm telling you, I'm tell- it makes and it also prepares you for. Yes, today you're not gonna win that one, right? Like, like Jerv was like, he just knew, like, I'm not gonna win this one. So let me go about my day, and then I'm a, I'm gonna make the adjustments. Because for me, obviously, I, I think I have the most famous example of this. B, I don't know if you know this. I went on TV and I wore jeans that were not baggy. They were regular jeans, right? So regular pair of jeans, went on TV. I was on with Carrie Champion, actually. Everything was cool, da-da-da. In a commercial break, while I'm waiting, I had the new Jordans on, the uh, the uh, the 72 and 10 11s, right? They just dropped. I got them exclusive, da-da-da. And I was like, yo, let me take a picture, right, for Twitter. And so I stuck my leg out so that the shoe was there and I took a picture. And from that angle, because I'm skinny and the jeans were sagging on my leg as I lifted my leg up horizontally, it looked like I had baggy jeans on. And when I tell you the internet with the full force, (laughs) the full force, and I knew instantly, like the first person said, yo, I'll never forget this. The first person said, yo, my G, you might want to take that picture down. <laughs> and I'm like, what? You, you crazy. These sneakers are like, I'm killing with these sneakers. Right? And then it was 2, 4, 12, 18, 35, 100, 250. Like just my Twitter was nothing but people clowning. Right? And so <laughs> I was like, it's cool. I went back to my hotel room and I literally changed jeans. I changed jeans for like my next show because I didn't want to go through anymore. And so I get back, I'm wearing new jeans and I think everything is cool. But then Charlemagne the God (laughs) comes and finds the picture and then he tweets like, oh, are we talking jeans? 
Because I, I said, oh, Yo, in my that, original that tweet, one went nuts. Well, well, here's the problem. See, well, in my original tweet, I said, are we talking teams? Because this was when the Warriors were trying to win 73, yeah. and I had the 72 and 10s on. So then Charlemagne retweets and says, are we talking jeans? And the problem with Charlemagne <laughs> tweeting, and I, I know him, it's not a big deal. Like, we joke on each other all the time. But the problem is, he has an audience that is not the sports audience. So I got no. roasted by sports Twitter. But then now he's introduced like Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Yes, yeah. like all all the girls that don't watch sports don't know anything. No, but, but I mean see- the worst shit was they sadded your shit out. They put the yep. sad crying Jordan. They on put the shit. crying face Jordan. <laughs> 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 Photoshop. Hey. Yo, you could put right now Google Amino Hassan jeans and, and Jordan jeans, and they'll see the crying face Jordans Photoshop <laughs> so perfectly. Like niggas sadded out your jeans. Me, Why yeah, do you have crazy. brown jeans? When your jeans uh, get not sad brown, enough. they photoshopped Jordan's face on it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I took it like a G. I didn't fight it. Like, as soon as I knew, oh, the, the internet's on this, you just got to take it, man. Because I learned a long time ago, if you fight it, it gets so much worse. It gets so much worse. And that's what I think, you know, Trey, what you're talking about is... We learned all that a long time ago. We learned that in the joke circle. You learned that in the cafeteria. You learned that on the school bus. You learned it on the block. You learned it. For me, I learned it in the house because I have all my family members. Today, I was wearing, I was wearing like a colorful ass shirt with my suit because I did the jump. And I walk out and it's like, I just walked out to get water. And my mom and my sister roasted me the whole way out and the whole way back. (laughs) I'm a grown man. I got kids. It still happens, man. So hey, don't man. fight it. Don't fight it. Just feel it. You know what I'm saying? No, anybody can get it. Anybody can anybody. get it. No one's anybody safe from the it. joke. So you gotta you gotta come correct. N- nobody's safe. That's Absolutely. the fun part. I don't care, bro. Yo, Trey. Yo, what's good to me? I see you, brother. I see you out there. You're rocking. You got your beanie on. You got your uh, looks like a Cleveland Browns jersey on. And most importantly, Trey. You're rocking the clean face with a neatly groomed goatee. I know that's the classic black Trey look. That's not the COVID look. That's Trey. I'm out here. I am ready for celebrity after starting NBA bubble life. Trey, how do you get your face looking so neat and clean? Oh, man. You know, it's only 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 answer is Harry's. Harry's. Harrys.com slash B-O-M. That's where you can go to get a free trial set and look clean like Trey. Trey, do you know how much you could save in one year by switching to Harry's? How much? Yo, you like coffee, right? I'm, I'm a tea guy, but I'll, I'll, I'll take coffee. Yeah, they cost generally the same 26 cups of coffee in New York City. That's how much you can buy if you switch to Harry's for one year. You like pizza, right? I do like pizza. Three deep dish pizza dinners in Chicago, you and your booski. That, you could save you enough to buy that if you switch for one year to Harry's. And finally, I know you love this. Trey, you love you some Netflix. I do love me some Netflix. You are a Netflix fiend. And guess what? Trey has enough money to pay for six months of Netflix solely based off his switch to Harry's. How? Because Harry's delivers high-quality razor blades for as low as $2 each, which is a fraction of the price of the leading brand and saving you hundreds of dollars over time. 
That's right. They cut out the middleman. They manufacture their blades at a German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for over a century. Harry's super convenient. Trey, do you have the, the refills delivered directly to your door? Yes. Yep, on schedule, and you can do that with or without a subscription. Get blades, hair care, shower products, all on harrys.com. And just like the blades, Harry's is committed to providing premium products without breaking the bank. And guess what? You could feel a little better. Trey, did you know that 1% of the proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better mental health care for veterans? Oh, I love that. I know you got the the weekly tap in tray on Zoom where you you're doing some mental health care yourself. You you're giving back to the community, so I know that must resonate with you. And also, to throw back on top of that, Harry's is donating one million dollars worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the country. So right now, listeners of Bomb can redeem their Harry's trial set at Harry's.com/bomb. Here's what you get. A weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip. Five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated. And a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Just go to harrys.com slash B-O-M to start shaving and start saving today. I want to move on to the big story of the week. Lou Williams left the bubble uh, to go to a funeral while he was at the funeral. Or after he went to the funeral, he went to Magic City to get some wings. Jack Harlow took a picture of him, posted it on the gram. Everyone found out that Lou Williams was at Magic City. I don't want to talk about whether or not he should be punished. I don't care about the Clippers or the bubble or the NBA or whether the rules are safe or coronavirus or any of those things. I want to talk about how many people were confused by how he could just go to Magic City, a world-renowned strip club, just for the chicken wings. And the answer I gave to everybody who asked that question is, you obviously have never been to Magic City because those are the best goddamn chicken wings I've ever had in my life. I stand by it. I said it on the jump today. I said it on the radio. I will go to the grave. I'm not here to legislate whether it's safe or not safe. I'm just telling you, when people say, are the wings that good? I say, yes. Yes, they are. If, I, if I'm already a left quarantine, I'm out. I might as I would definitely throw that extra risk on. And y'all see my hair and face. You know I'm not trying to take extra risk. But once I've already left, I might as well do it. So the question I wanted to ask, and I opened up the hotline for this, but before we go to the hotline, I want to ask you guys, what's the best food you've had at a strip club and where was the strip club? Uh who wants to start? Who's got we can one? Start. On? Ladies first. Um so my one time in Magic City, I was so drunk. Someone just ordered wings, like a, I guess oh. it was like a platter. Yes. And I just went in. I was like, either I'm drunk and hungry or these wings are the best I've ever had. But I was like, you know what? Everyone talks about the wings. Cool. I had it. But I really like the wings at Onyx Strip Club in uh, Charlotte. Ooh. I like their wings, too. Wow. What, what, I, think, what, I, think, I think wings and strip club go hand in hand. Like you've got to have bomb wings. I, I, you know what? One would think, but I think that might be a Southern thing. I know the Atlanta ones definitely care because, again, in Atlanta, when people said, when Lou Williams said, I went for the wings, there were a lot of people like, yeah, right. I'm like, y'all don't understand. We would be hungry and say, what you want to eat? Like, Let's stop by Magic and get some wings. 
and we walk in yeah. there and you sit down and and we got to a point where like we were there enough where we knew people who worked there so it was like hey how's it going crystal or whatever like it wasn't even like I, we would like i wouldn't even get dances i would just go eat the wings watch them maybe throw some tips and all right see y'all next week or like you know just be out um but that's not true of every every establishment because i've been established in other places and you get the wings and they're just like i guess they were frozen and they just microwaved them or it's clearly not with the same love and care that they do down in atlanta uh jerv yeah where and what what is the best strip club food you've ever had and where was it well i gotta pay respect to uh the magic city because the wings are amazing so that is my uh that would be my answer but to give something different uh uh, onyx in philly the chicken fingers are pretty damn good fuck the honey mustard is amazing i don't know what the hell they put in the honey mustard but the chicken fingers are pretty dope so so at the onyx in philly real quick what flavor wings were you tearing up do you remember at Magic City, I have no idea, but what at Onyx, Onyx, I just got the mild, mild. Just mild. Okay. Yep. Uh, Trey, what is the best strip club dish you've had, and where was it? As an honorary strip club veteran, I'm gonna say uh, <laughs> Onyx in Houston pasta. Man, Onyx also, is sweeping this. Good lord! So, I, first of all, Onyx is number one in the country. Don't get it twisted. Google it. Do the facts. Number one, Damn. everything. Your right? live just got bumped off like that, huh? Listen, but then, no, no. But then, when you talk in Wings, you talk in Magic City. It's not, nothing right. close to it. So, the thing is, fake outrage, white people, black people, don't speak on nothing you ain't never been a part of. When you go to Magic, whether you lit, whether you sober, whether you holding on your pockets after you paid that cover fee, you're going to get them Wings. What flavor? Strip club <laughs> food is elite. What fla- what flavor wings? Man, this is okay, so this is a very long time ago, bro. So um Damn. I'm gonna tell you right now. Was it like, the blue the, flame shit? You oh you was going that hot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I fuck with I fuck with hot. To hot, me, hot. I like the what yeah. I like that's 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 why I fuck with you. The try. regular wings that you get at, at Magic. Like just when you say just whatever, medium. It's the right mixture of that heat and that kick, but also that tanginess from the vinegar and the hot sauce. The chicken is crispy, but it's still juicy. It's not dry. And all of that comes together, each bite. And then you dip that in some ranch or some blue cheese or whatever. Boy, I'll tell you, man, like it it is life changing. But, you know, as I said earlier. It's it's been a while, I mean. Mm hmm. They got they they don't updated the flavor since I don't. Oh yeah, they I, got, I haven't been they in roughly got, ten years. I'm looking at the menu right now. Let's the let's, menu. Let's, the menu made me want go. to leave quarantine right now. <laughs> here we go. The reason why you are here: wings, all in blue. Hold on, lemon pepper, honey garlic, yes. garlic yes. garlic parmesan, Thai chili, ranch, teriyaki, barbecue, hot, naked, battered. Hold on, let's go signature. Let's let's let's, let's shimmy a little mm-hmm. bit. Lou Will Lemon Pepper Barbecue. Nigga got his own wings. He got his own flavor. Gotta go get some when you come home. He got his own flavor, right? Uncle Jeff Honey Jerk. Shout out to Uncle Jeff, whoever you are. Juju Rude Boy Jerk. I know that's hidden. That's busting for sure. And and Justice Magic. Listen, if you're not getting... Are y'all flats or drums? I need to know, first of all, before I judge y'all. 
It don't uh, I'm, matter. I'm equal Give opportunity. Me exactly. Give me both. You go drums. Yeah, I'm rolling nah. with whatever. Jer- what are you, a kid, Jerry? Flats is too much work, dog. But just drums the is right there. You're lazy. The fuck? <laughs> nah, you get, more, you get more with the drum. The best meat is in the flat, though. The best meat is in the flat. That man said too y'all, much work. Y- y'all struggle with that little y'all struggle with that little piece of meat that y'all get with the uh the flat. <laughs> I didn't know my nigga was a chicken wingologist. <laughs> hey bro. Chicken wang Jones. I dips I I dips and I dabble. And you had you shocked me, bro. I had you pegged to somebody who who and I, ah, this is gonna come off wrong. I don't mean to Go come off it. wrong, but you, I had you pegged to somebody who doesn't eat in the in the strip club. Who Trey? Like, yeah. Come on, man. You talking yeah. about a nigga who I, throws I, up in the strip club, a nigga that, that did all the bullshit in the strip club. No, no. I Listen, I know. Listen, I get that. I'm saying. Nigga, if I'm hungry and the menu's still going, run nah, it. Nah, bruh. But it's being. <laughs> yeah, I, I always thought you was a picky eater, dude, bruh. Like. Oh, no. Nah. When the when, when the etiquette changed now. a little bit, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah nah, nigga. You know, if, if the restaurant don't would even you, got hot you... lemon on the tiles, nigga, I ain't even walking in there. Just give me a cup of hot water for yeah, the Yeah, you know house. what I'm saying? Now, now I'm judging you off of what, what, what fork you using in this motherfucker, man. You, no, might, no, B, you <laughs> might get the exit. B, you... you can jazzy Jeff your ass from the table. Yo, B, well, you, you, you look like you were about to agree with Jerv. You thought that Trey was too sedity for, for strip club food. Oh, yeah. I was, she swear I was I ready for the bougie with fucking ass. plastic gloves on or some shit. I was waiting on the bougie-ass story. I was waiting on it like, strip club? What? And then he calls himself a strip club legend. I'm like, huh? Are you really the one, the guy, the guy that pays, that pays the dancers to leave him alone? Bethany, you met, you met me when I was dirty. I was 09. So, you know, I was still out here, still out here moving and shit, you know, Caribbean, Caribbean jerking and all that. So, so I want to I want to throw to some of these voicemails right quick because I, unlike us, who we all kind of like stuck to one region, whatever, we actually got some pretty diverse answers. So, Rob, could you play the first one for us? Hey, man, this is Stephen uh, from Los Angeles, although currently living in New York, <clears throat> LA till I die. Um, however, I just want to let y'all know uh, the the wings, the best wings I ever had, were actually at Tootsie's strip club in Miami. Um, lemon pepper Johns, just a ton of different types of wings, man. Bang. Just no misses. Excuse me. Juicy, tasty, uh, uh, crisp, man, thin wings, literally the best I ever had in my life. And if it weren't for coronavirus, I would love to go back and get some more wings from this. Uh, my Twitter handle, Jackson, my name. How I'd be love to show. Hi, so I'm supposed to call in and tell you what the best strip club food is. We have a strip club down here in Miami called Stir Crazy, and they serve the best churrasco steak with tostones. Um, tostones are green plantains that are smashed and fried, and churrasco is a cut of steak in case y'all didn't know, because I just spewed a bunch of Spanish. Okay, thank you. Bye. This is Rob. Uh, the best dinner I've ever had at a uh, gentleman's club was a T-bone steak at the Violas in Philadelphia. Um, medium rare baked potato, uh, extra sour cream on the potato, <laughs> just the potato. <laughs> very good meal, very good meal, lunch. Thank you. Hi, my name is Christy. 
Um, the best strip club food I ever had was at the Gold Club in San Francisco. On Fridays, they have a buffet, and their chicken wings are, their fried chicken wings are really good. They're crispy, and there's a little sweetness to it. I don't know where it comes from because the wings are, like, still dry. It's not soft, and it's still good. The way they have their buffet set up, it starts with a salad, which I guess it's usual for buffets. But what people really come for are those Friday lunchtime chicken wings, and they were only on Fridays during lunchtime. So it's people working on their lunch break going to the club to get those wings. Uh, Arash Parvizi. My Twitter handle is my name, Arash Parvizi. And I would like to say Monday night chicken wings at Sam's Hoff Bar in downtown L.A., some of the best chicken wings in L.A. And uh, that's it. Yep. I lo- you know what I love about those calls is, A, they were from all over the country. And, B, you know, because I travel a lot for work usually, I like to go to places to get food. So now, like, definitely because I'm in Miami a lot, I'm definitely going to hit up Tootsie's. I'm definitely going to have to start crazy literally just for the food because both of those sounded amazing. I love lemon pepper wings. I love churrasco. Uh, it's it's I'm I'm with it, man. Um, the best lemon pepper. Or when you come to Philly, do you want to go to the Lalo's? That's the thing I was going to uh, say, like, even get a steak, the T-bone steak might be a little much. I don't know if I, I don't <laughs> know if I go okay. T-bone steak in the strip club. That might be just too much work as far as like cutting with the knife and fork. And I got to have a napkin in and everything. It, it just seemed like a lot of work, but Jerv, I'll happily, if you, if you give the cosign, I will, when I'm in Philly, me and you will go. We'll go for the steak, and we will leave immediately after the bill is paid. My treat. No, I'd rather go to Onyx and get some chicken fingers and wings. Uh, hey, hey, so shout, So I guess we come to an answer to Onyx, man, because B said Onyx. Jerv yep. prefers Onyx. I said Onyx. And, you know, in a close second is Magic City. Yeah. Well, shout out to Onyx. Whoa, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Close second is Magic City. I thought Magic City is one, and then Onyx is was... no. Yeah, Jerv, Jerv said Magic City is one, but he just gave Onyx for another name. He wanted to give go to another place, basically. So we didn't all just say Magic yeah, City. I, I want my vote okay, to be so counted. We, so we got one A, one B. We have to do a, yeah. a toss up. Thank who, you. Who wins? Who wins B? You said strip clubs. Strip clubs win, and all strip of this, clubs this win. news about Lou Will like Pussy this is the best Valley. promotion ever. <laughs> this is the Speaking best promotion for strip clubs ever <sighs> guys talking about erectile dysfunction it's just not easy usually guys just brush it off and blame ourselves saying things like I lost me mojo or we avoid it altogether with excuses like I had a long day at work or sorry honey I'm just not feeling it get it it's awkward you don't want to talk about it with your significant other you don't want to talk about it with your doctor it's an embarrassing conversation but with roman it's easy to talk about because with a healthcare professional who could prescribe real medication it's simple safe and totally discreet you can do it from the comfort of your own home but roman you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ed all from the comfort and privacy of your home a healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free 
two-day shipping. I didn't stutter that it's free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M and complete an online visit. Guys, erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. You heard me. $15 off your first order. That's GetRoman.com slash B-O-M. GetRoman.com slash B-O-M. Speaking of promotion, let's get right into P-Valley. This week's episode, Trey, take us away. Welcome back to another episode of Pussy's Valley, the side project of Bomb. (laughs) (laughs) I like how we don't have to edit it at all. Yeah, it's all good, man, you know. Um, But this week, man, what a change. Baby got a new weave and it's busting. (laughs) It's busting. <laughs> hey, her points went up. I was looking. I even dropped my glasses like, who that? She had the blonde <laughs> joint. She was looking like, she was looking like, uh, you know how we rate the porn stars like 06 Pinky? She was looking like 2010 Drea on that joint. <laughs> looking wow. cool, man. Wow. But, wow. Uh, you know, she still was hungry, though. She didn't finish her food at the diner and all that. And she's still staying in that box. But um, horny boy... <laughs> <laughs> he was making some 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 real brash decisions. He pulled a Lloyd Banks and left his his whole career in the car. Um, yeah, and, for real. How did how did he fall for that? I, I mean, it's a star like, show, bro. Let's not get <laughs> crazy. You know, no, run, run to the not, store. We're not going to blame stars real fast. No, we're not going to blame stars. We're not going to we're not going to blame stars because the moment some men get a little promise that they might get a little piece of some coochie, everything goes out the window. They lose their mind. Can you say Logic, it one more time? Gone. Can you say it one more time? When men have a little promise for a little piece of pussy, coochie, whatever you want to call it, logic goes out of the window. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. she's sitting there with her <laughs> she's true. sitting there with her titties out. He was he was ready to risk it all and not even Bro, like use a car. He didn't even know her. He was about to bust it down raw. <laughs> My man was really trying to put him up in there. Just put the tip really in, was. bro. Yo, by the way, he, him. Yo, am scene. I the only person? Yeah, go ahead. Am I the only person like when you watch uh what, you know, whatever on a show that they're about to get it in? Am I the only person that like thinks Yo, are they gonna are they gonna make something? They have a condom or whatever. So I actually thought that was dope. Yeah. That she wanted him to get a condom because I count too many times. Yeah. Cash is don't just be out dragging here insecure. Just... <laughs> hey, dog, listen, dog. don't be dragging insecure, man. They be having condoms, bro. They just don't do the cutscenes. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, that was that 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 was a dope gesture at least, even though he was you know about to cheat on his wife. But, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so so okay. Question: Who is more in love with a stripper? Because that's that's the, that, what I call this episode. I'm in love with a stripper, right? Mm-hmm. Is it my man whose name escapes me uh, that we're talking about right now, or is it the Memphis football coach from the beginning of the episode who tells Mercedes, "I'm gonna move you to an apartment on the river in Memphis, and I'm oh, gonna have get you- it off." Oh man, the he Memphis like, coach took. He was ready. Listen, if he could get it off, 
You know what I'm saying? I'm sure Mercedes probably wasn't running it up, but it probably cost two bands for the for the lay down. And you know what I'm saying? He was ready to look. He said he's gonna put it in the skybox, all this other shit. Oof. I'm sure that's like 800 in Memphis, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, but but overall, shouts to shouts to Memphis. But that was crazy. Yeah, he he definitely was ready to risk it all, bro. He probably had a whole family at the crib and was ready to have yeah, her. No, own she song. said. Remember, she said. Uh, like if you, you won't be able to uh, focus on at the 50 yard line and I'm like a few rows from your wife and that's why oh, he like, said I'll put you in the skybox but also I just thought it was, niggas, he was tripping let me tell you what's the wild Every part day, he was so in love with the stripper that he literally imagined the strip club was empty and it was just him and her did y'all notice that mm-hmm. and as soon as she said Is, don't ruin the fantasy or whatever that's when like reality hits and it's like the club is full man this dude out here. I love it. how they opened it. Yeah, that was cool. I thought that, that was, was beautiful. A ni- nicely done. So we had my man about the my man about to risk it all and move Mercedes to the skybox because his wife is at the fifty yard line, and then my other man is about to Raw. have sex with Raw. 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 Like, yo, what's yo, going on, uh, Rob? You got to plug in. Jesus, right now you just got to put in that. Thum, da, da, dum, da, da, dum, da, dum, dum, dum. <laughs> oh baby, I like it, bro. Oh, oh, oh baby, I like it, bro. Oh, Alright, so let's, let's get back to the show. So then now it's this shit is kind of all over the place. For one, she really hustling hard to get her ID back because she really needs these coins. And then secondly, oh boy, wild horny. Then Uncle need that coin. So but he know a dirty little secret. So he playing the game. Like everybody got a hidden agenda. The little mamas, they out here twerking it on Snapchat. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. I know Jerry Listen. had a heart attack on that one. <laughs> Dog. Did y'all see that coming, Come by on. the way? That 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 girl is her daughter? I did not see that coming. That shocked me. Nah. That yeah, did that shock me. For sure. That almost went over my head. So I almost missed that. Like if you blink, you you missed that. And that's I feel like that's a huge part of the show. Yeah, yeah. So then after that, uh, you know, they was working on a little routine, which is a very, very, it's art, as we said last week. It's art when yes. you got the tower joint. I didn't, I tsunami one time she's, for that. She's, yeah, she's literally got her feet on, uh, what's the other, that's what's the other one? M-I, Destiny. cricket, I, cricket, letter, cricket, oh my letter. God. A- that's the worst, <laughs> that's the worst name ever. Let's just, uh, let me that's just say it right that shit hard to me because everybody nah, get hyped. Everybody get hyped for that. Yeah, it's too long. That, that has the bro, that don't give you chills a, if you was in the strip club. They be like, yo, no. ah, 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 ah. Like <laughs> that man, she like, she's a she's got a chance to be a legend, bro, because of her name. Well, if she don't leave that nigga, she might die in this motherfucking show. <laughs> Every every episode she got a new bruise. I'll be feeling bad. Well, you know, you you know what's gonna and happen. Then genuine, the boy is gonna genuine come save Captain, that Captain save him all day. He always, he always in the same room. <laughs> Why genuine be in there with, with a remedy every time? Yeah, nigga in there. Come here. Give me your arm. Crushing pepper yo, and shit. <laughs> I, yo, am I the only person like I I listen, I know this cast out here that's super duper nice with their hands, right? Like, don't get it twisted. I know this cast out here that if it's four cats walking up on them, they like it's no problem. I'm knocking all four of y'all out. <laughs> but I feel like He's in rooms, and he had what? What was my man named? The rapper boy from last episode? Oh, little murder. Episode little, little murder. Little murder. Little murder had like. First of all, my man's name's Little Murder. He ain't really busting shit. He's got the goon squad with him. 
You trying to tell me they can't take out the light skin nah, dude? Nah, he be busting heads, so you gotta dude. understand. His character is sold to be busting heads. That's why she said no more killing. Because he was ready to put out her baby daddy. So he done been busting heads all yeah. through the sip. Oh, you know what um, I mean? Nah, he that dude. That's why he out here talking crazy to niggas. Man, I seen Mike Tyson get knocked out, bruh. Anybody can get knocked out nowadays. <laughs> Listen, I understand that, but he they got him as the real goon out here. So my man yeah, out here, man. a voodoo doctor, healing wounds. <laughs> he out here saving them and cuddling, also, and cuddling I, the babies. I don't I don't get the feeling that little murder is, is about that life. No. I don't know about y'all. No, he, he's he's well, a create he's a creative player. When he pulled up in that Saturn. <laughs> he's a yeah, that's how you knew. When when he pulled up. Look, he pulled up in that old, dirty ass Saturn. I was like, "Damn!" I thought he was. I thought he was a different guy. He really nah. pulled up in the hoopty. That's cool. Nah, I I tell you how I knew. Like when he was very meekly shopping his music. That's like that wasn't the confidence of someone who's like, "I'm killing it out here." That's someone who's like doing focus groups and stuff. I was like, "Nah, bro, you ain't you ain't about it like that." Shouts the little homie being an A and R though. He knew him? he How gave about, him the post. He gave him the real. Yeah, that's sick. Working. Listen, he get to see tits and ass. Hang out with the white homie. Not smoke with little murder, but advise little murder. So when little murder actually make it, he gonna be run that B turbo. <laughs> Whoever one of them niggas is <laughs> on one of the shits, he gonna be one of them niggas. Then he come up with the. Then he come up with the bomb. Isn't he the same dude that did the bomb wing flavor flavors too? For uh, he cooked the wings the other day too, right? Lil so apparently Murda. he's a chef too. Oh no, little murder out Lil here Murda sprinkling that. that shit with over weed. That nigga, that nigga yeah. was lacing that weed. He probably that's the shit. Little Will probably went to go get. Shit. Yeah, the I don't know. Weed wings. By the way, weed wings. I don't know if those would taste good. Let me I'm just good. throw that out there. Mm. I mean, I try. I know we, we so, know no, you so, so, so <laughs> the actual food that be mixed in. He blended really well. You don't really be yeah. catching it like that. Actually, I ain't gonna tell him. I ain't gonna if tell him. If you actually taste it, it's bad. I'm right. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but some good shit out here, so bro. Don't heard. sleep. Yeah. Don't sleep. That's what I heard. You know what I'm saying? I heard that there's some good shit out here. So, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure how he was doing it because he was, you know, obviously putting the CBD butter in there and overdoing it. Niggas gonna really out here have a real problem falling asleep right. with it. So, I had a question. Uh, there was a point where they have this conversation and he says to her, uh, uh, in love with a stripper, says to uh, Autumn, <laughs> what you know about Kindred? <laughs> and she says, oh, what you know about Pattermaster? And I'm like, well, I don't know what any of these things are. Kindred, Pattermaster. Is this like show slogan, show jargon, or is this? Nobody knows. Okay. It's pro- no it might idea. be something from Mississippi. Okay. Man, if it, we, last, last, week, last week we found out from a lot of Twitter followers that slogging means capping. That's what they say down, like down in that part of the world. So thank you for those people who educated us and now educate me. What is kindred? What is pattermaster? Because I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, other question. The crooked mayor, is that dude's father? His goddad. His godfather. His godfather. Got gotcha. you. I wasn't. Damn, everybody just related in this I mean, damn it's a small show. Town, I mean, it's the South, bro. Not, yeah. No disrespect, B, but you from the <laughs> South, baby. I'm saying the South. You know, you might take something to fence. My up. bad. You probably, she probably jumped off in there. She's just fully Vegas. I don't fucking know. But all I'm saying is. Why does the why does the first black mayor guy be crooked? 
Why can't he just be an upstanding hey, citizen? Some, sometimes you got to play that dirty game. Even even my man hated on his boy to get elected. So, you know. I knew he was dirty. He had the goal, too. Yeah. The gold cat, listen, too. He, listen, he pulled up, to the, he pulled up to the car wash crooked, so I already knew what time it was. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Nothing, nothing about that city say anything positive. Like, everybody. I'm waiting on homie to get off probation with the um, ankle bracelet. With his buff yeah. ass. Oh, yeah. He about to come in here and do something. I don't know what he about to do, but he going to do some no, bullshit. I know what he's about to do. He going to crack some skulls if he sees somebody touching Mercedes. He ain't yeah, playing that yeah. shit. And then pick. He let that be known. Pick her up and. I'll risk, I'll risk house arrest for t- And tuck her under his arm as he like walks away. Yeah, he, he is sick nigga. He built like <laughs> what, a fucking running back somewhere. What do you guys think is the deal with the church fund? Are they? She scammed the hell out of her daughter, didn't she? Easy call. Like like she's going for the pulpit and still didn't get and still didn't get the pulpit. Played her. Yo, she's trash. And that's gonna be Mercedes one week. Is it like okay? Her so, mom is trash. So let me ask that's this: the worst is, pastor I've ever heard. Is this normal? Like for, I don't, I don't know. Like the idea of a female pastor and in a church is that rare? Is that not rare? And if it's not rare, is it normal for them to have to do things in terms of like? raise a certain amount of money for the church in order to, you know, get to that place? I mean, female evangelists are around. Um, I would like to say that they're not really doing anything dirty to climb up the ladder. Um, but I I wouldn't be surprised, just America well, let, in general, not necessarily how dirty, women are just... Not necessarily just dirty, like but the, like, like paying raising dues, money. Though, I think, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, absolutely, raising money and stuff like that. But I don't think that's their overall task to get to where they need to go. I think that they just the path is even harder. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think like okay, you go to, you know, uh, I don't say Bible school or whatever. You know the path that they take in evangelism, yeah. evangelical, you know, college or whatever it's called, right? right? And you still have to wait your turn. You know what I'm saying? Because it's always somebody just waiting, and then they become the right. head, and then the next person. And I think in her path, she not really rolling with the successor. Right. You know, and and already kind of making comments, but that that was that's that reminded me of the Christian church how they was taking jabs at each other, for sure, for sure. By the way, oh that old man got I mean not old man uh, the, the 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 pastor that's going to take over a while the other pastor goes away he got some nerve they know damn well where she getting that money from they know damn well how how is she coming up with twenty thousand like. Moms ain't don't seem like she the type that's got twenty thousand tucked away somewhere that she can just get. Oh no, but he for the sake of he, he talked trash too. He said your daughter is da 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 like, you know, you know, and that's what she said. Don't. That's what I'm yeah. saying. He got yeah, some nerve. Yeah. yeah, B B. What do you think? Like as far as uh, female pastors, this this is just kind of low key reminding me of um, the show Greenleaf. <laughs> it's just so oh, many yeah. shows wrapped into one when you think about P Valley. Um, I, I feel like as far as women in church, a lot of the women that I've noticed usually are like preacher's kids who grow up in the church and then they kind of take over or maybe a first lady, she'll have her special day or something like that. But you never really see them as the lead. Mm. They don't ever like, just like, this is Sarah Jake's church. Like you, you just don't see things like that happen. It, it usually has something to do with uh, family. It's like passed right. down through family, right? Because even I, then, I feel like the son is always going to be the one that they're going to naturally pass it off to, and not the daughter. 
you know, and what it reminds me, it reminds me of Judy Gemstone from the Righteous mm. Gemstones. How they they keep passing. I miss that on. show so much. Oh man, it's such a great show. Can't wait for it to come I back one day. Back. I guess. Uh, all right. So, quick question. Uh, Uncle Clifford now has the blueprints. He knows that uh, the pink is the only piece of land stopping this casino from having waterfront access because everything else is, I guess, a national park or whatever. Um, how do we think this is going to go? Is he going to hold on to the land or is he going to get a lot of money out of it? Or what's, what, what is the end game here for Uncle Clifford? Man, I mean, as of right now, he think he got like an end and going to try to disrupt the plans. I can see some janky ass shit happening where they kidnap Uncle Clifford, do some bullshit. You know what I mean? Try to finesse the club, shut the club down. Like just some, I, this show is so unpredictable at this time. You know what I mean? Like Mercedes stripping where she stuck out it. Like, you know, she's obviously supposed to be having the exit where she stuck into like a deal to try to keep the fucking place open. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it can go in so many ways and this characters that we know are around that's briefly been shined upon and haven't really been introduced like homie that dropped the uh the bread off white homie he was random as hell he just came through dropped the bread off what is his connection to it outside of the home girl talking about um what was her slogan white girl something she tried to get it off white girl magic white girl magic right we wasn't rolling but um <laughs> But overall, like, again, it's so many colorful characters in this, especially, like, the sister who has the custody. And you just don't know who going to be doing some shit. Like, what's her name? I, she, like, really a hacker, bro. She, she a hacker by day, stripper at night. Like, Autumn okay. Night is sick, bro. She could be, like, a crime fighter. She could help Batman or some bullshit. <laughs> the shit she be on. Because, like, the fact that when she seen that um, laptop, how she know to tell that nigga to go get some condoms, bro? Like, and, just be, a, that, and then I mean, crack the code. Question, if he had a condom, would she have had sex with him? Yes. No. She was that, or yes. that the whole, she was just searching for it something? It was just the whole shit. I think that she already knew he wasn't prepared because he had the ring on him. He already ain't trying to be seen. He, he already trying to be incognito. He ain't messing with nobody in the town. You're not going to have condoms on deck. Also, shout out to the um bell clerk, Hayden. The, the front desk. Oh, yeah. Nigga was Hayden. We have a Bible. There was condoms in the back, bro. You ain't peeped the condoms in the back? Nah. See, he seen that ring, bro, and was like, I'm cool, heathen. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of heathens. So I have a question for oh, you guys. Yeah. So far, we've been introduced to, we finally got to uh, see Gidget, white girl. We got to see her yeah. dance a little bit. So, so far... Who is your favorite dancer? Oh, not even close. Mercedes, Mercedes is killing. Mercedes. Mercedes is killing. It opened. I was like, her cheek control is just phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, I was like, good Lord. She's, I'm like, because I, I looked up, she's a choreographer. She's an actual, like, classically trained dancer. And she choreographed for a lot of different shows and, and videos and stuff. And this is maybe her. First or second actual acting role. I think it's her act, first lead acting role for sure. But I was just like, hey, man. No, I, I don't know. Is there another answer here? I like Miss Mississippi. You like M.I. Crooked Letter, Crooked Letter, I, <laughs> the humpback, humpback. Hey, I love How I crazy love is that, energy. though? 
And she has more, I like her, her build too. Like I like her body. She's not like super exaggerated. It's just nice, natural, slim. She's yeah. very athletic. She's killing it up there. Like she looks like she's a trained dancer. Like her character yeah. is a girl who, you know, she may have, let's say she fell on hard times and she decided right. like, well, shit, let me get up on this pole and, and show out and get this money because it looks almost really easy to her. Does anyone like Gidget? That's the white yeah. girl. She cool. I'm getting no. there. She cool. You getting there? I'm getting there. I, I, think, I, I think, need to see I think, her a little bit more. I think that this show is heavy black, which I love, but she got she got a chance to like show some character in this, whatever it is. We not racist. Black people are not racist. We don't do that. I, but uh, Gidget, <laughs> I was I'm gonna say Gidget is the type of white girl that I don't like. I don't like for some reason. I don't know why why this is. Maybe it's the patriarchy or whatever it is. If a white guy hangs out with black guys and talks black, like Paul Wall, I've got no problem with it. I know Zuck. B, one of the oldest uh, things that we, oldest characters we've talked about on the show is what we call White Mike, right? Everybody grows up with a white dude named Mike and we call him White Mike. Yep. And, and Mike is cool. Yep. It's like Tommy on power. That's a perfect example of a White Mike, right? Yeah. But if you give me a white Michelle, I'm not with it, man. They just bother me for some reason. There's something about them <laughs> when they talking, they use the slang, when they, you know, like when she said white girl magic, Trey, I was so out, man. I was like, shut up, man. <laughs> like, get her You didn't find out. no humor in it, though? I did, like, but I just didn't like how the other one was enthusiastic with it. I wanted them to kind of look at her like, shut up. But, like, they were kind of like, eh, I'm like, oh, man. I don't know. I mean, I get it. I mean, from a hey, hey, Black Lives Matter, strippers unite. Yes. You got yeah. it. Listen, they a team, bro. They done seen everything. They holding babies yeah. while another person dancing. Somebody that oh, got about cuts. That? They doing about a that bunch flashback? of shit. Oh, yeah, she be flash- tripping. She be ODing yeah. every time. That flood, it's exposing some shit. Whatever it's supposed to be, we're going to find out that true story. Man, everything is triggering to her. She is, like, turning into the sloppy alcoholic dancer, like the girl that, oh my you God. know, Trey is like, here's here's $50, oh get away from me so I can eat my wings oh with my God. gloves on. Listen, you smell <laughs> like the bar already. Go on, baby. Here go, here go 22 of them things oh my fresh God. and she almost, she almost killed herself trying to get on the pole. I'm like, what are you doing? Somebody's got it. That's an OSHA violation right there. No. Someone's got to take her down. Like, <laughs> you get that liquid courage uh, in you. you like think you about that. She threw back like four, right? You don't oh. know, like, by the time she was talking to Mercedes, she smelled like the bar. I would have been oh. like, ugh. Like, when you sweat and start coming out your pores, <laughs> smell like hoagies. They're about to lose their liquor license. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, predictions. Do you have any predictions to round this out? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking Mercedes' mom does not come up with the money. Mm-hmm. Okay. She does not get to open her studio on time. So her last dance is not her last dance. Ooh. I like Jared, that. What you got to keep working. I think that, that um, yeah, no, yeah, it's not her last dance. I, 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 I didn't like this episode. It's not that deep yet for me. I don't think, yeah, wow. this episode was kind of weird. So I kind of was out. So I'm, I really haven't put too much thought into next week's episode. But I like that. She's, this is definitely not her last dance. Um, and what's the what's my man's name? The the, the, the three brothers. Oh, 
That's just the not Kyle, happening. Uh, yeah, the Kyle. That's others. not happening. The Kyle Corbin Kyle, Corbin. Wayne, Wayne Corbin. Kyle and all them. Yeah, that's not happening. Shout out to the casting department because Corbin Kyle looks exactly like a half black, half white version of his brothers. Like he looks yep. so much like them, but he's like clearly you look at him like, yo, are you black? Like it's one of those. He's, he can definitely pass. Yes, they did a great job. Yeah, with I, the... I love that line when uh, what did she say? Uh, make sure you wear some sunscreen. We don't uh, want you to get black out here. Black, yeah. That is such a black thing. Like <laughs> you want people to stay like a lighter shade. Like what is that all about? Yeah. But I, I get yeah. it for that for that purpose. Yeah, trying to keep yeah. that secret. Trey, Trey, what you got? I think uh, Miss Mississippi on P Valley going, um, well, Keyshawn is going to experience a near-death experience with the abusive boyfriend, and, and uh, the bouncer going to kill him. Yeah. And Captain, save him all day. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, uh, my prediction is that uh, Uncle Clifford is going to try and push on this thing to, so that he can get a cut, a slice of the pie. And I think there's going to be some retaliation. There's some people that don't like to get pressured. And I think that they're going to apply those pressure points on Uncle Clifford. All right. You're uh, on to something here. Yeah, I like no, that. It's, there's definitely that angle. It's, it's why this show is interesting, to be honest. Because you're trying to see like who... The business deal that's happening here, so many people benefit from it and or don't benefit from it and want to kind of make it not happen, whether it's the church, whether it's the Kyle brothers, whether it's the mayor, whether it's uh, Uncle Clifford, uh, whether it's uh, I'm in love with a stripper whose name I keep forgetting. I don't know. You just call him I'm in love with a stripper. All these people benefit one way or another or are affected one way or another by this sale. So. I think that that's what makes this show very interesting right now. All right. Uh, we're running up on time. So what we're going to do is we're going to record the Jeezy Memorial for 15 years of Thug Motivation 101. We'll put that on overflow. If you are a Patreon, you can listen to that. If you're not a Patreon, what are you waiting for? Join and get tons of exclusive content that you can't find anywhere else. For B, for Black Trey, for John Gervais, for Rob Lopez on the one and twos. This has been Black Opinions Matter. Oh, real quick. Like I said, stay tuned for news involving Bethany and Black Opinions Matter. I think you guys are going to be really excited when you hear what we have planned. Also, uh, B, real quick, plug the, the bikini line. Oh, yes. You know my swimsuit line, Bikini Honey. BikiniHoney.com, Bikini.Honey on Instagram. Black-owned, female, black-owned business. There it is. Support those people that support the show. That includes Bikini Honey. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.